Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Warcry Radio. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, and we have another awesome and amazing episode today. Listen, we are all about building wealth. And let me tell you, folks, building wealth is not just a monetary situation. It's not about how much money you have in the bank. It's not how many properties you own. It's not how many cars you own. It's not your credit score. That is that entails your wealth. However, sometimes your health is also your your wealth is also your health. You know, it has to be fluid movement within you. And right now, I want to introduce to you an awesome and amazing, amazing woman, Renee Hub. Renee, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thankful to be on the show today. Yes, ma'am. We are honored to have you on the show today. So we are going to be talking to you, Renee, and I am very intrigued by the name of your business. And as you all know that are listening, my faithful listeners, those that rock with me constantly and consistently, I have told you time and time again, I don't have conversations prior to these episodes. I don't speak with the featured guests. I don't go into a whole bunch of digging to find out who they are and what they're about. These conversations are authentic. This is a true fireside chat. Karina, what is a fireside chat? A fireside chat is something that is not scripted. We have not scripted anything. There is nothing that says we have to talk about this or we have to talk about that. But these fireside chats are authentic in nature. It is what comes up in the conversation. This means you are getting real, true value, jewels and gems. This is coming from passion. So Renee, again, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. My name is Renee Hub, and I am the founder of From Bound to Found. And From Bound to Found um, is a book that's about my life. Also, I have t-shirts available, and each shirt um, has a slogan on it, but it also has a story um, behind each and every shirt. Also, I am an evangelist at my church. I'm the outreach leader at my church as well. And my passion and heart is to just see women um, become free from things that may have them bound, relationships, their past, anything that may happen in their childhood. So that's what From Bound to Found is about. It's about helping people find out who they are. I love it. I absolutely love it. And again, I know some folks are probably saying, well, Karina, what does this have to do with entrepreneurship? <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but I, you know, I get all kinds of crazy messages, inboxes and, and different things like that, emails. But listen, we have to make sure our core is intact. 
we have yes. to make sure we are good because what happens is if we are good in our personal life it begins to flow into our business life we're able to maneuver better we're, we're able to show up better we're able to make good decisions we're able to make not just rational decisions but decisions that we know are going to be impactful later on down the line because ladies as we know we're not just building to have some Louboutins or you know some type of bag or some jewelry or hair but we're building to build out our future for our children we are literally building out for our generations and so war cry radio go be great that's what it's all about is going and being great however we need to do so renee i really i'm really intrigued by from bound to found tell us about your story um from bound to found is like i said it's about my life but I was a teenage mom. I had two children by the time I was 18. Um, and in the midst of having my children, um, my mom passed away uh, when I was in my early 20s. And I ended up raising my little sister. So I raised my little sister, my two children. Um, I battled with um, abusive relationships as well. Um, homelessness, suicide. So all of that is packed into From Bound to Found. And that's how I came about with the title as well. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And so how would you say this has impacted? I know it's impacted your life and you've created from bound to found and and the tagline under it is one woman's story of tribulations and triumphs. How has this impacted your life today? I know that you've gone through a really rough journey, but you're here you're intact. It sounds like you've recovered. And, you know, mentally you sound pretty good. I, I know I shouldn't really say that because we can't, no, I'm not a therapist. I can't diagnose anyone. Yeah. But, you know, how has this impacted you today? And what what is the message that you now speak to other women that have gone through that, that need to be at this point, no longer bound, but found and going from tribulation to triumph. You're now in a triumph situation, a triumph season. So how has this impacted you and what would you say to other women? Uh, this has impacted me to really transform my life. Um, what you said at the beginning is a major part. And I feel I'm like, yes, you're speaking to me. Um, we have to get our personal life together. And my personal life was a mess. Um, you know, I mentally, physically, all of those things really um, just, it, it really impacted me. And looking now to where I was, I'm like, all of that was, a pur was for a purpose. And I let people know that their life is not random. Your life is filled with purpose. Everything that you go through is gonna work out for your good, meaning, all of everything that I went through, everything that I endured, I can now speak to women who may be in a bad relationship and let them know that they can come out of that. Like there's a greater purpose. There's a healthy relationship for you. Team moms, I can let them know, you know, I was told that I wouldn't be able to accomplish anything. I can let them know that they're going to hit patches in the road. There are going to be some dark days, but on the other side, you're going to have everlasting joy. You're going to have peace. You're going to be able to see your children, everything that you prayed for, everything that you spoke over them, you're going to be able to see it come to pass. So you're going to know that everything that you went through, it wasn't in vain. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. And so, you know, just really speaking to the fact that we are on a entrepreneurship podcast. And so how has this, is there a, a message that you have for entrepreneurs? What do you say to women in the business setting? Because I'm sure, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to be very transparent here. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people. I see a lot, but I say less. And it is extremely easy for me to see where people are broken. And my heart goes out to them because they have this facade Mm -hmm. that everything is fine, everything is good. And as long as it appears that they're winning in business, then they're winning in life, which is not the case. That is absolutely not the case. And so what is, what is it that you speak to when, you know, what do you say when you speak to business owners? I say that uh, for me, and I, I share often about how I was on a job for 10 years and I was given notice that I had six weeks and my job was going to end. And it was at that moment that I realized that I never want to have just one source of income. And I, I remember talking with my pastor and he was like, Renee, use what's in you. And it was at that moment that my, I wrote my book. It was at that moment that my catering business was um, started, t-shirt business. It was at that moment that I realized that I'm thankful for the resource that was given to me by my job, but I feel like I had to have more than one source of income. And if you are able to start your own business, I encourage it. I tell women all the time, you can do it. Find what you love, grab a hold of it, write your vision, make sure you understand, make sure you're doing everything right as far as getting it incorporated and go from there. Start networking because you can do it. If we can work 40 hours a week for someone else, they're paying you X, Y, Z dollars. That means they're investing in you. So we should take that that much, if they're giving us that much, we can invest in ourselves as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. One thing that I began to, when I, when I was working in corporate America, mm-hmm. I began to feel um, indignant, I guess is the right word for it. I became angry and I had to be very mindful. I had to watch myself that I did not become the angry black woman. You know, and I recognize that we have all types of folks listening to the to the podcast. And this is not to slight anyone. This is not to call anyone out. This is not to demean anyone. But I felt like if I did not get out of corporate America soon, I was going to become that angry black woman because I felt slighted. I felt indignant. I felt that there was so much more inside of me. And, you know, that could have been God's way of saying, girl, it's time for you to get up out of there. Because I really felt like I had so much more to offer and I was tired of being on a hamster's wheel, feeling like I have to keep, you know, just really doing this, this, and this just to be able to make a decent salary, not a salary that I felt like I deserved, but just a decent salary. And so that became uh, really a, a push for me because I didn't want to become that person. 
you know and so you talk about if we can work those 40 hours a week for someone else can we work those same hours for ourselves absolutely we can and so i would encourage and admonish you know your listeners hey listen we can do this there's i have recently started talking about if you follow me on social media i've started talking about dangerous evolution you know and i am not one that believes in um I don't go through the whole dynamics of evolution versus creation. I do believe in creation. Let me just get that straight. But in this, in the aspect of now here we are as a whole adult, <laughs> you know, we have to now get to a point where we are evolving into who we're supposed to be. Well, the problem with that is we become like a revolutionary. We become dangerous. We become dangerous to the, to the status quo. And Renee, you have become dangerous to the status quo. You know, you are, in my mind, a dangerous evolution because you have evolved from all of the trials and tribulations and you are now walking in triumph. And you talked about, you know, writing this book from bound to found and having your t-shirt line and also having your catering business. Tell us about your catering business. Uh, My catering business is with my sister. Uh, My daughter now helps as well. And we are just two sisters who started off, you know, just real small with the idea and a vision. And when I say the doors and opportunities that have opened for us on um, several um, television outlets, we have catered events for um, one of the Congresswomen, uh, the Congresswoman of New Jersey. Uh, We have catered for the past three years, Capital One uh, Picnic. We've done events for Kaiser. And it's just like two sisters, two, who just, you know, decided that we wanted, we had a vision and a purpose and we love cooking. And just like I say, to know that we don't have a corporate backing, it's just me and my sister and my daughter. And the doors that have opened for us because we stayed up late sending emails, we have knocked on doors, we have called, uh, we've put flyers on doors, we've done all the legwork and we're still doing it. But just to know that we're going in our third year and to see that we have success as a small business is just is mind blowing to me. I love it. And how have, because of the recent pandemic, how have you all uh, been able to pivot? And I, I hate, and I, I'm just gonna say this, I hate that word at this point because so <laughs> many people are talking about it, so many people are saying it, mm-hmm. but it is an actual fact that many people have had to pivot and are pivoting. And so how have you and your sister and your daughter done that with your catering business? We have, business has slowed down tremendously, but we have not uh, let that stop us. Believe it or not, we have decided um, since we're in, we're not, like I said, business is not flowing, we're helping others. We just, last month, we sponsored a family. Um, It was um, a husband and wife, they have seven children. And we started out just putting it out there. We're looking for someone, a family, and need to um, donate a meal. Someone inboxed me on Instagram and was like, you know, you're doing one meal, but I'm gonna partner with you so that you can do more than one. We ended up uh, being able to provide a meal for the family for five days for a week. And I'm just like, we have to give back during this time, even though, like I said, business is slow, but what can we do to help others is our mindset because we've been blessed with many opportunities. So when things do get up and running, we can honestly say, you know what? We did our part, we feel good. 
And next month, we're sponsoring um, a lunch for a shelter here, a homeless shelter in DC. Um, and we're just gonna fix the meal uh, because of what's going on, we have to drop the food off. But just knowing that we're giving back to us, that that's more than enough during this time. And tell us the name of your, your catering business. Tell us how we can get in touch with you. And you said you're in BC. Give us all of your contact information. Sure. Well, my catering business is called Robin and Renee Catering. And you can find us on uh, Instagram and also on Facebook at Robin and Renee. And our website for our catering business is robinandrenee.com. And Renee, of course, is spelled R-E-N-N-E. Um, you can also email us at robinandrenee at gmail.com. So we're all over social media. We're on Yelp as well. Um, you can just Google us and you'll find us. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Renee, I wanna ask you a couple of technical questions as it relates to your business. So what got you started? I mean, really got you started as in regards to your catering business. And do you honestly feel as inspired today as did when you first started? Um, what inspired us is just, like I said, we have a niche and we love cooking and we actually um, started catering. We're well, not catering, but cooking for our church culinary ministry. And everyone just kept saying, you know, you need to start a business. You all should really start a business because your cooking reminds me of uh, my grandmother in the kitchen. So that's what really uh, got us going with our catering business. And honestly, being inspired, um, I can tell you that I had moments where we were just like, we're not doing this anymore. But every time we decide, you know, we have our moment where we're like doubting, we'll get an email, we'll get a call, you know, are you also operating? Are you in business? I have this cater this contract I would like to, you know, give you. So it's just like we keep, if we have our moments where we're just constantly getting inspired to, to keep going during those you know, moments where we have our doubt because I can't sit here and say that we we haven't had days where we're like we're not doing this anymore but it's like we have that thing that's like no you are you need to keep going you have to because you know your business is a need you know and I want you to really elaborate on the fact that you you had those moments where you wanted to just stop I'm sure every uh <laughs> I'm sure every business owner, every entrepreneur has had that feeling. I know I have. And mm -hmm. when when it's your passion, it's almost like saying, "Okay, this is my this is my child." You know, you have a child, and I'm just not going to be your parent anymore. Who says that? Who does that? And that's the same way with having a business. You really can't get around it. If yes. it's, if it's a passion, if it's in you, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just it in a nutshell. So talk to us about that and how you process through that. We process through that by um, communicating with one another because believe it or not, I'm, like I said, I'm with, in the business with my sister and my daughter and we bump heads a lot. Um, and with us bumping heads sometimes, it's like, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not doing it. I quit, I quit. And then we'll just send a message and I'm like, we just got an email about an um, event. Okay, just send me the information. So we have our moments where we're doing that. But like you said, if it's something that's in you, um, I'm up sometimes at two, three o'clock in the morning trying to figure out who can I send this email to? Who can I send, um, who can I contact to get our name out there? 
it's just something that's in me that I just, I can't stop. I can't just let it fall by the wayside because I feel like we have just started and there's so many more, there's so many um, plateaus that we have yet to reach. Renee, honestly, how many times have you quit? <laughs> I just, I can imagine just, you know, sending a, a message and say, I just quit. I resign yes. right now. Yes, you know? I did. I honestly, this year alone, I'm going to say about three or four. <laughs> three or four. I'm like, I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. We're not, you know, we're not catering any more events. And they're just like, okay. And then my sister's like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And then she'll send me a message the next day and be like, you know what? What are we going to do today? I'm like, do today about what? About the business. Where are we going? What, you know, who are we contacting? I have a new recipe. And I think that's another thing. We have found our, our place in the business. I help out in the kitchen, but my sister Robin is more of the creative side when it comes to new recipes or new um, ideas with food, her and my daughter. And me, I'm more of the business side now. Um, where I have my certain dishes, but more so the face of the business is speaking to people and interviewing and um, handling the invoices and different things like that. So we found our place where at first we were all trying to do everything. And that's so important when you have a business, you have to make sure you are in the right role for your business or your business to me is not going to succeed because you're trying to do so much and you haven't really found your place. Okay, so now that you are you are in it right there. I yes. want to just park right there and talk about that a little bit more. Talk to us about how you got to that point. Talk to us about the process that you went through. Did you sit down and have a conversation? Was it a knowing? You know, what did that look like? Because I think there are a ton of folks out here that need to know this. They need to know, you know, even if it's, whether you have a family member that you are partnering with or not, or maybe you just need to hire somebody, you know, hire yes. a virtual assistant, hire mm -hmm. an executive assistant, hire somebody that can help you, a social media manager, an online business manager, whomever that person is, you know, do you need to hire somebody? So talk to us about what that looks like, being able to sit down and say, you know what, this is what I'm good at, this is what I might not be so good at, and this is what I honestly just need help with. Uh, for me, because they call me the bossy one. Oh boy, <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> so they call me the bossy one um, because, and I, I admit that I tried, to I tried to handle everything in the beginning. I tried to cook, handle email, social media, invoicing and it was one day to where I felt so overwhelmed and I was just like I said I need help and my daughter my sister looked at me and they honestly they said we've been trying to tell you that you don't have to do everything on your own and it was at that moment I'm like but it has to get done and they're like but you don't give us an opportunity to get it done so I had to re realize that it's a business we are in this together I have to let go of certain things and allow everyone to stay in their lane and I have to stay in mine so that I'm not overloaded with so many things. You know, I'm trying to send out emails and then I'm trying to do invoicing, but I'm, I'm one time I left something off the invoice and I had to go back and correct it and apologize. And I'm just like, you're doing too much. You have this going on, that going on. Get in your lane and trust the people that you're working with 
that they're going to put forth the same excellence that you put forth. They can do the same thing. They're capable to do it, but I had to give them an opportunity to do it. So it sounds like, you know, and I, I say this because I want others to hear this. I want this to really be driven home. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there was a trust issue. Not that you yeah. don't trust your family. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. But yes. sometimes when we are very strong mm-hmm. and we are a type A personality, we are the driver, it is very difficult for us to relinquish those responsibilities to other people because, and it's not a conscious thought that they can't do it as good as we can, but it's, if it doesn't, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. If I, and if I don't do it, it doesn't get done right. It's not that we sit down and think about it and we are just like dogging somebody. It is something that we literally have to work on. So how did you work through that, you know, within yourself? Because I really think this is going to help somebody because I mean, honestly, (laughs) I've had to do that for many, many years. And I've gotten to the point where I said, you know what? I can't do it all. I'm not going to do it all. Mm -hmm. And really what it boils down to, and tell me if you agree with this, is that when it comes to certain things that we want done and we want it done a specific way, we have to trust our training. And if it's not done the way we want it done, Number one, are we allowing that other person to have creativity in it? And number two, are we allowing them to to be able to make decisions? And then number three, did we really train them well? Yes. You know, so talk to us about how you work through that personally. You know, not that you don't trust your sister and your daughter, but there's a there's a thing with us strong people that, you know, we gotta work through. Yes. like you said, I had to really work through that and just, you know, realizing that um, I already I'm up three, four o'clock in the morning trying to work on things. But I realized that I was stretching myself so thin that I found myself making mistakes with um, certain things in business, um, certain things with uh, from bound to found and then with the catering business. And I had to really work through the process of saying, you know what? I realize my sister is good in this area. I realize my daughter is really good in this area. And I also realized that the business is called Robin and Renee for a reason. It's not called Renee Catering. Um, And I had to really step back and realize that they were right and I was wrong and really allow them to step forward, step up in a lot of areas that I was trying to do. I'm trying to do 20 jobs with only two hands and it's just impossible to do that. So I had to really trust that we started this business together, we're in this together. Nobody wants to sabotage the business, but the way that I was going and trying to handle everything, I was sabotaging it myself. Wow, that is that is a really uh, mature, and I'm not saying that mature as in age, but really <laughs> thinking high. Yes, mature way of looking at that and I really want folks to hear this I know I keep saying that and I feel like I'm sounding like a broken record but we really have to really get this deep down because I feel like there are a ton of people who are either quickly going into burnout 
or are already in burnout and don't realize it because they have this mentality of I can do it all you know and then the other thing that I want to say in regards to that is that you know there's this thing where we have to realize if we are stifling someone else because we feel like we have to do it all then we're not allowing them to go be great you're right yes Yes. You know, they have a destiny and a purpose that they have to be able to maximize. And if we're doing everything because we feel like we have to be the one to do it, then we're not allowing them to, to fulfill their destiny. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking when you said burnout and um, I, a couple, I think it was two years ago, I was on vacation and it was a dream vacation. Um, I'm in Italy and all these different places. And instead of me detaching from my phone, I'm on vacation in between snapping pictures and responding to um, emails about contracts for the catering business. And at the end of my vacation, I'm like, you will, I will never do that again. I will shut business off and really take this time to just enjoy life, take the time to enjoy this vacation because it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I realized that I missed out on some key moments because I was focused on the business and focused on work. So it's very important that you have a work-life balance, um, meaning that I, you have time where you're gonna say, I'm shutting down the business, I'm shutting down the emails, I'm shutting down the iPad, whatever it is that you work with, shut it down and make sure you have that balance, that time for yourself as well. So Renee, talk to us about work-life balance. How does that look to you? Because it, right now at this point, you've got a catering business, you have mm -hmm. a t-shirt line, you're an evangelist, and you've got a book, and then you have children. So, yes. you know, you, you've got a full life. You've got a whole life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. Um, now I feel like I'm getting that work-life balance um, I have different people helping me. I'm not doing my social media anymore. I have someone um, who, you know, who does that. And that right there takes the load off of me. Um, I'm responding to emails for, you know, from Bound to Found and also for, for the catering business, but I'm not doing so much. Um, where I was doing that before, where at two o'clock in the morning, I'm going to bed at 11, I'm back up at two. Now I get up about 5.36, which is great for me. Um, because I do have that time where I'm like, I'm shutting it down. I don't have a problem doing that now. So that's how I kind of balance life. I kind of relinquish um, some of the things that I was doing, the responsibilities to other people. Gotcha. I love it. I absolutely love it. And how long did that process take for you? You know, we've already talked about you, you know, you. it took you a while to be able to really see that your sister and your daughter were there. Um, Y'all were actually a team partnering together and there were certain things that you could do and certain things that they could do. But talk to us about how did it go as far as relinquishing your social media to someone else? Because that's a huge thing right now. You know, there's, I know, you know, for myself, there's some aspects of it that I absolutely positively hate, but then there's some that I absolutely love, you know, so talk to us about that. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't okay, easy. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't easy at all. 
um, being able to do that and have that transition period. Um, and honestly, I really did not fully transition some of the responsibilities over until January of this year. So it wasn't like I did it overnight, honestly. Um, it took me about a year to go through that transition of saying it's okay um, to let someone else do this, do that. Um, it was a transition period for me. Um, I would say it took me about a year to fully say, okay, I'm letting this part go. And so when you began to look for a social media manager, what did you do? How did you look for them? What were the qualities that you were looking for? Because again, I want the listeners to really know what they need to do to get to this point. Um, I know for me, I know my, my standards as far as um, what I like, what I don't like, what I accept, um, the things that I'm not willing to, the lines I'm not willing to cross. And I can honestly say that I had to really pray about it because I had someone um, who I was considering working with. And when I went to their social media page, um, they had, uh, I mean, they had followers. They had a really good following, but the message that they were relaying on their social media page, my message was totally different. So I wasn't looking at how many followers they had. I was looking at the message that they were putting out. Because when you're trusting someone with your social media, this is your face, this is your name. You have to really understand that they have to know where you're coming from. They have to know what you stand for. And the person that I went with um, is actually a really good friend. We've been friends for about 15 years. And she went to school for branding and marketing and social media. And I noticed how she was doing her page and I talked to her and she was like, I would love to um, help you out. And I'm just like, we have the same mind. Like she knows things that I like. She knows, like I said, the standards, make sure the standards and everything is the same where you're not trying to run and delete stuff and trying to clean something up because you don't have the same mindset. That is very interesting. You know, and I think we really need to focus on really what is the quality of something versus what is the quantity you know because I I have aligned myself recently with a couple of folks and prior to you know I would look and everything looked fine but then as I see them growing I see the message changing and I'm saying okay I've got to discontinue this partnership Yes, you have to be willing to do that. Um, and it's not uh, that you, you feel, to me, it's more important for me, like you said, to make sure if I'm making a difference in one person's life and not compromising who I am or compromising the message, to me, that makes a difference. Instead of me having 10,000 followers, but I'm compromising who I am. And I'm not willing to do that. I'm okay if I have, 200 followers because my message is if it makes a difference in one person's life that's more important to me than having millions of followers but not standing for anything or not having any type of message or standards wow that's good that's really good and i think that is one of the things that we really need to focus in on one of the things that i've been doing recently is just targeting social media and different things that we need to focus on within our business to really show up and not just show up but show up great really going and being great because at the end of the day 
when it's all said and done, people are not going to remember you know, the superficial things. They're not going to remember your clothes and your hair and your shoes and your jewelry and all of that stuff. They're going to remember what you said and how you said it. Yes. You know, and, and how you aligned yourself with whatever it is you aligned yourself with. You know, what was the message that you aligned yourself with? And yes. that, at the end of the day, is extremely important for business owners. You know, there are some messages that you're going to decide as a business owner that I'm standing for this mm-hmm. and because I believe in it, I'm aligning myself with it because I believe in it and that's perfectly okay. But then there's some things that we've got to say, you know, let, let me back away from this because this is not good. Yes. Um, and I've had to walk away from, I walked away from two opportunities last year. I had an opportunity with my catering business and this opportunity would have really opened up. I mean, it was an amazing opportunity for us to have a location, a physical location, um, have our menu. But the owner wanted us to work on Sundays and he wanted to have an open bar. And he's just like, you know, you can come after church. And I'm like, but this is not what I stand for. And he's like, but do you realize how much money you're going to make? And I was able to walk away from the opportunity because that's something I'm not willing to compromise, um, even for the sake of money or to get my business name out there. Because if you compromise one little thing, you're going to keep compromising. And it's not worth losing everything to me that I've worked for, so I've worked so hard for. And it's just not, I'm just not willing to do that. And I think that's important to note because sometimes we do it and think okay well it's okay this time or Mm -hmm. it's just it's a stepping stone but it may take you a little bit longer you know to get to where you need to be but think about the people that you're able to then bring up with you instead of stepping on people you're actually able to bring people with you huge difference exactly yes it is yes it is I love it. I absolutely love it. So Renee, give us your contact information again. Sure. Uh, My personal page on Facebook and Instagram um, is Renee Hub. And also you can find me on um, my uh, From Bound to Found. It's From Bound to Found on Facebook as well as on Instagram. My website for From Bound to Found is from bound, the number two, found.org. Um, you can also find me at Robin and Renee on Instagram and Facebook. And our website is robinandrenee.com. Awesome. And so, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. And Renee, when we come back, I want you to talk to us as a business owner. There are some unspoken rules out here that I don't know where folks have gotten them from. But they, for instance, there's one rule that I absolutely hate. I abhor it. And they say that as a business owner starting out, you should work, um, really work all day long, morning, noon, and night. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, just really hide away from your family and just really push. And I don't believe that that is always the case. In some cases, yes, you do need to work some extended hours, but you should not have to kill yourself in order to be successful. That's not success. That's death. And so, you know, I want to know when we come back from break, what is a rule that you feel like business owners should be breaking? 
And so when we come back, folks, we're gonna hear from Renee Hub of Bound, from Bound to Found. Due to COVID-19, most 2020 brides either had to cancel, move, or get married without family and friends being physically present. We know that holds true for bridal and bachelorette parties. Elegant Affairs by Dion, who is an event and wedding designer based in Atlanta, Georgia, has decided to launch a virtual bachelorette party for all 2020 brides. Here's what you have in store for you. The theme is an 80s, 90s gear, live female DJ, female comedian, virtual games, cash prizes, wedding scavenger hunt, best dress giveaway, best old school dance giveaway. Follow Elegant Affairs by Dion on Instagram to keep up with how to register to be a part of this monumental movement for brides. Hope to see you there. Right, and we are back with Renee Hub. And before we took a break, I asked Renee what rule does she believe business owners should be breaking at this point? Um, you kind of hit the nail on the head um, with the um, working 24 7. Um, that was my mindset starting out, and I almost burnt myself out and ran myself in the ground. Um, you should make time for your family. You should make time to just kind of have some rest in your mind, your body, um, have that balance. Because if you run yourself in the ground and you're not physically able to run your business or be the face for your business, you're no good to yourself, your family, your business, everything that you work for. So definitely have that balance and make sure you have a core group around you that you can trust. Make sure you have um, the mindset to know that you can't do everything um, by yourself. You need a good team that you can rely on as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Renee, I have another quick question that I want to ask you. How do you, and you know, every, every person defines success differently. And I have told people that as I've been coaching, I've told people that success is really internal yes, it is. success is something that you know you have to determine for yourself what success is and then go from there you know we cannot be ashamed if we believe that success is money because you know it again it's internal it it is what you believe but it has to start inside first having a ton of money i mean let's let's be real let's look at some of the larger entrepreneurs who have shown a monetary success, but are, I'm going to use, as a matter of fact, I'm going to use Diddy. Mm -hmm. I saw a Instagram post uh, recently where he was saying that he battles depression. Mm -hmm. This man is a mogul. He was one of the first ones that in the black community the black and brown community that began to use this word mogul he is a true mogul i mean he is the epitome of mogul but he battles depression mm -hmm. and so for him 
he's he has a monetary success but there is a success internally that he is lacking yes and so how do you define success um i like the example you gave um about p diddy and that's where i feel like a lot of people have um kind of missed the mark when we say success because you have a lot of people who have financial uh, success quote unquote but they're not they haven't fulfilled their purpose inside so for me success is defined not defined by money not defined by numbers but it's defined by making sure i've met the quality and the standards that i've set um and it's about making an impact on someone else's life to me that's how i measure success if we get an email that says i thank you so much for the quality the care um you know for responding so quickly that's success for me not numbers but keep making a difference and realizing that it's not just about money but it's making a difference in someone else's life that's what i measure success by not numbers but that yeah absolutely absolutely do you believe there's some kind of pattern or formula to becoming a successful entrepreneur um the pattern or formula for me um, is customer service because you can have the best um, social media, you can have the best website, all this stuff going on, but if your attitude and your customer service is not top notch and you're not treating each person and making them feel like they matter, they're important, they're the only one, you're not doing anything at all. Hmm. Great point great point do you believe that the customer is always right ah. <laughs> I know that's a tricky question you know not being an entrepreneur you 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 know we've always been taught the customer is right but then when you become an entrepreneur you're like whoa the customer is not always right so you know I, I have that that I'm always on the fence with that so what is, what is your perspective on that I'm on the fence with that too um <laughs> I had an experience last year with a customer and this person was just so uh, nasty and rude. And normally, I, you know, I'm, I'm biting my tongue. I'm like, this is your business. You have to be mindful. You have to handle this the right way. And I mean, when I say just rude and just, I'm just, and I'm just listening to this person go off and just, just, and the person was wrong. And I had to really calm, I'm, I'm calm counting them like one, two, three. So in that situation, the customer was not right, but I had to realize also this is still my business. And all it takes is one person to say, don't contact this business, the owner is nasty, the owner is this. So I'm realizing that the customer is not always right, but you have to make sure you handle even the wrong customer, you have to handle them with care. That is a, an extremely great point. And I love that example. I'm sorry that you went through it, but I love that example. The customer is not always right, but you have to handle them the right way. Yes, you do. And that, I think that is key because I hear so many people, I see so many people that mishandle customers. And, you know, some of them, I'm not going to lie, some of them probably need to be handled a little bit. But, yes. <laughs> you know, but we still have to make sure we are, you know, doing the things that we need to do for 
our, our clients. So Renee, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to leave for our listeners? Yes, um, I just would like to let everyone know that if you have a business um, or an idea, start with that, work on that, make sure you have a clear vision um, and clear direction for your business and what um, you would like to do, what you would like to see come to pass and make sure you have your list of things that you're not willing to bend or not willing to compromise and make sure that every opportunity that comes to you that you pray about it make sure you have really looked into every different aspect before you jump on every opportunity or every door that comes to you i love it i absolutely love it renee thank you so much for stopping by war cry radio go be great you your sister and your daughter through all of your entrepreneurship journeys you ladies are really the epitome of go be great and i really appreciate you coming by and talking to us about your passion and your values and just bringing amazing value to us this has been extremely i would like to say informative but inspiring and I really believe that this has helped some folks that are listening to make some decisions, to go now, to do a little bit of pushing and to really show up great. Honestly, to just show up great, to do some self-evaluation. Again, I like to say that wealth is not always a monetary factor. It is also your emotional state. It is your health it is it is your spiritual state it is so much more than just how much money do i have in the bank and how many properties do i own and so this is our thank you to you renee from war cry radio go be great and folks this has been another amazing episode of war war cry radio go be great and i will see you on the flip side Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on War Cry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of War Cry Radio, War Cry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on featured guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.